You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Tito's Handmade Vodka had been mixed with its fair share of cocktails. But one night, a chilled glass topped with lime and cranberry would change everything this bottle knew about happy hour. From the producers of America's Favorite Vodka, it turns out the cocktail you've been waiting for was right there the whole time. The Tito's Rom Cosmo. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll sip with Tito's. Coming to cocktail parties near you at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and you can think of me as your friendly guide to the English language. Writing, history, rules, and cool stuff. Today, I have a meaty middle about compound possessives. In other words, how to write about it when two or more people share something, like a house or beliefs. And I have a quick and dirty tip about using the word on before a day of the week. A listener named Katie wrote in with this question. How do you show possession to more than one noun? For example, would you say Tom and Jerry's TV show and Ryan and my anniversary? The latter looks so odd that I end up avoiding it entirely and going with a longer and less efficient Ryan and I are celebrating our anniversary on dot dot dot. Thanks for the question, Katie. What you're asking about is called compound possession or joint possession. I'll start with the first part of your question. If you're trying to write about possession and you have two subjects that are nouns, you have to decide if the two people possess something together or separately. If the two people have the thing together, then they can share the apostrophe S. If they don't share the thing, then they can't share the apostrophe S either. They each need their own. So to use your example, if you're talking about Tom and Jerry's TV show, they're the main characters on the same cartoon about a cat and mouse. Essentially, they share the show. So they can share the marker of possession, and you need only one apostrophe S at the end. It's Tom and Jerry's TV show, with just that one apostrophe S after Jerry, Tom and Jerry's show. But let's say you're talking about two characters who each have their own TV show. Imagine that Tom hosts a show about famous cats for Animal Planet, and Jerry hosts a spinoff of MTV Cribs that's all about tricked-out mouse habitats. Now imagine that both those shows got canceled you'd need to write that Tom's and Jerry's shows were canceled, putting an apostrophe S after both Tom and Jerry. Because Tom and Jerry each have their own separate show, they each also need their own apostrophe S in that sentence. Tom's and Jerry's shows were canceled. The same is true if you have more than two people in your sentence. If they all share the same thing, you put one apostrophe S on the final name in the list. If you want to include the bulldog Spike from the cartoon show, you can call it Tom, Jerry, and Spike's show. 
If they all have different things, they each need their own apostrophe S, although that can get cumbersome. If Spike had a show on HGTV about dog houses and it got canceled too, you'd have to write that Tom's, Jerry's, and Spike's shows all got canceled, giving each of them their own apostrophe S. At that point, though, you might want to just rewrite it to something like Tom, Jerry, and Spike each had a TV show, but they all got canceled. Here's another example. Let's think about something a little more abstract. Beliefs. Remember, the rule is if multiple people share something, you use one apostrophe S. So if Steve and Amy have the same religious beliefs, it's correct to write about Steve and Amy's beliefs, with only one apostrophe S, after the last noun. On the other hand, if Steve and Amy have different beliefs, then you'd write about Steve's and Amy's beliefs, giving each of them their own apostrophe S. Now let's get to the second part of Katie's question. What about Ryan and my anniversary? Well, even though you share the anniversary, now that you're combining nouns and pronouns, one possessive can't do the work for the whole subject. You have to make them both possessive in their own way. So the noun needs to be possessive, Ryan's, and you use the possessive pronoun, my, Ryan's and my anniversary. A side point is that you always put yourself last in a subject like this. So it's Ryan's and my anniversary, not my and Ryan's anniversary. I think of it more as a matter of politeness than strict grammar, as if Katie is holding the door open for Ryan and letting him walk through first. Still, although sentences like this are grammatically correct, they can sound odd to a lot of people, and Katie had the right idea. It's usually better to write them a different way. For example, instead of Steve's and our beliefs guide our actions, try something like we and Steve let our beliefs guide our actions. But since it's grammatically correct, it's up to you what sounds right and what sounds weird. Finally, this topic reminded me of something I've been noticing for a while. Eyes, as in I apostrophe S. And I'm not alone. A few months ago, a woman named Allegra tagged me on Twitter saying, Eyes is not ever correct. Her and I's relationship is not a thing. Our relationship or my relationship with her are both correct. Where did this come from? Well, I'm not sure where it came from, except that people are confused about compound possessives and pronouns. But if you do a Twitter search for and I's, which brings up things like Ryan and I's relationship— you get a surprising number of hits. Surprising. So I will repeat Allegra's advice. Eyes is not the possessive form of I. It is not Ryan and I's relationship. Our relationship works, but if you want to keep the noun and pronoun form, the word you want is my. It's Ryan's and my relationship, with both words in their possessive form. Ryan's with an apostrophe S as the possessive form of the noun Ryan, and my as the possessive form of the pronoun I. So to sum up, we learned three things about compound possession. First, if you're just working with nouns, if the people share something, they can share the possessive form, and you put the apostrophe S on the last name or last item in the list. If they don't share the thing, then everyone needs their own apostrophe S. 
Second, if you're mixing nouns and pronouns, both need to be in the possessive form, whether things are shared or not. And third, the proper possessive form of I is my, not I's. So Katie is correct to write about Ryan's and my anniversary, not Ryan and I's anniversary. And by the way, happy anniversary! Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. One of our listeners wrote in recently with a question. He wanted to know whether to use the word on when talking about a date or an event. Should you say, I went to the store Saturday, he asked, or I went to the store on Saturday? The short answer is that normally either version is correct. You can use the one that sounds most natural to you or fits best with the rest of the sentence. The Chicago Manual of Style didn't have anything to say about this topic, nor did most other usage guides we consulted. The AP Stylebook, however, did weigh in. Its guidance is to avoid using on before a date or day of the week, unless not using it would cause confusion. This rule is probably an artifact of AP originally being a guide for print newspapers, where every character was at a premium and style guidance was sometimes based on saving as much space as possible. Nonetheless, AP is right in that there are a few places where including the word on before a day or date is essential. First, you should add the word on when the day or date comes at the beginning of a sentence. For example, you could say, our book club met Monday, but if you lead with the day, 
you should say, on Monday, our book club met. Second, add it when a day could be confused with a proper name. For example, if you wrote, I'm looking forward to meeting Jamal Friday, your reader might think Jamal's last name is Friday. It would be more clear if you wrote, I'm meeting Jamal on Friday. In the same vein, you wouldn't want to say, I decided to eat Tuesday with an old friend from high school. Your reader might think you two were zombies getting ready to eat someone named Tuesday. Better to say, I decided to eat on Tuesday with an old friend from high school. Now, those examples are definitely a little silly, but they do show that in rare cases, skipping the on before a day or date can cause confusion. Outside of these cases, though, and unless you're following AP style, feel free to use whichever approach tickles your fancy. That segment was written by Samantha Enslin, who runs Dragonfly Editorial. You can find her at dragonflyeditorial.com or on Twitter as dragonflyedit. Finally, I have a cute family story that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, hi, Grammar Girl. This is Paul from Cranston, Rhode Island. When our daughter was maybe five or six, I was taking her for a walk in the neighborhood. We passed some road construction where someone was using a backhoe. My daughter pointed to it and exclaimed, a fingernail dinosaur. We all thought that was so adorable that it stuck as our familex for backhoe. Our daughter is an adult now and it has fallen out of use, but if any of us use the term, we all know what it is. I, in fact, I used it with my son just last week and he recognized it immediately. Thank you and I love your show. Thanks, Paul. If you want to share your family story like Paul did, the story of a word your family and only your family uses, leave a voicemail at 83-321-4-GIRL and you might hear it on the show. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find me at the home of my podcast network, quickanddirtytips.com. While you're there, check out the latest episode from The Savvy Psychologist. She has some fabulous advice about how to politely deal with someone who won't stop talking to you while you're trying to work. Also, remember to check out my new 40-minute video course at LinkedIn Learning. I'm getting lots of positive comments about it, and many of you will be able to get it free, either through LinkedIn Premium at work or lynda.com at your library. Search for Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for better writing. Thanks to my producer, Nathan Sims, and that's all. Thanks for listening. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Tito's Handmade Vodka had been mixed with its fair share of cocktails. But one night, a chilled glass topped with lime and cranberry would change everything this bottle knew about happy hour. From the producers of America's Favorite Vodka, it turns out the cocktail you've been waiting for was right there the whole time. The Tito's Rom Cosmo. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll sip with Tito's. Coming to cocktail parties near you at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly.